I saw your be good baker running by again the other day, says I to old Mr. Brennan. Ah, yes, says he. I've never seen her stand still. And she's running rings around the rest of us with our Brennan's be good bread. Only 60 calories a slice. 60 calories, says I. That's just a whole meal, is it? No, says he. It's the whole meal, the whole grain, and the waste. 60 calories a slice and high in fiber, whatever way it slices. That's why anything baked is better with Brennan's. Today's bread today. Listen and follow the Left Wing Rugby podcast with me, Will Slattery, and Luke Fitzgerald. I'm, I'm conscious I don't want to climb too hard into this Irish team. They've had a bad day out, and it still took the last kick of the game and a pretty poorly managed last two minutes to beat them. So it's the same thing as the kind of New Zealand game, but I think you know you you would be a little bit concerned about in the big ones. What what are they thinking? Are, are you know what's the kind of introspection like this week? And I think by the way, uh, if that meeting was pretty tough on the players. I think the coaching staff will need to have a real look at themselves as well. Every week on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the Indo Daily, you can follow us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today on the Indo Daily, keep calm and bring a carry on. How to beat those airport queues. Well, folks, we're finally able to travel again. But then this keeps on happening. Disgraceful, ridiculous and a shambles. This is how angry passengers queuing outside Dublin Airport for hours described the situation. We apologise unreservedly to anyone who was affected by that yesterday. I was out there myself. This is a national embarrassment. There is no two ways about it. This is the shop window for our country and we're making idiots of ourselves in that shop window. And it's not just Dublin either. It's been a weekend of long queues, delays and frustration at Britain's airports. The scenes at Amsterdam Schiphol Airport and in Lisbon. Hundreds of chewy passengers waited for hours at Manchester Airport before being told by text that their holidays had been cancelled. I'm Siobhan Maguire, and here at the Indo Daily, we're all about holidays being fun, even from the moment you wheel your case to the airport. And that's why we want to find out how you can beat the airport queues, both at home and abroad, and dodge delays as much as you can to make that holiday journey fly by. See what I did there? And who better to share some airport hopping hacks with us than the Irish Independence travel editor, Paul O'Connell. Paul, I think March of this year was kind of the first indication that we were going to have um, scenes of chaos at uh, our airports, Dublin airport I'm talking about. So as somebody getting ready to head off on their holidays and probably dreading even getting to the airport because that's kind of the first hurdle to jump before you get over to your destination. What's the first thing you need to do? Yeah, it's a great question. And there are a lot of people worried now after seeing the latest scenes of uh, queues at Dublin Airport. They're, they're, maybe the first summer holiday you've taken in three years, in four years, you may be there with your family and you're worried, will you get your flight on time? And that's very anxious. It's an awful feeling in your stomach as you head off. But let's start with what you can control. If you haven't booked yet, try and book outside the busy times. OK, so we know that the rush hour in airports is early in the morning. If you have flexibility to travel 
midweek or to choose a flight that's outside of those times, do it. Try and travel as light as you can, Siobhan, because um, there's not just uh, queues at security, but airlines are having trouble staffing operations as well. We know there are staffing shortages with ground handling, uh, catering, other areas. So if you can avoid the check-in queue, if you can check in in advance and have your boarding passes printed or on your phone before you get to the airport, if you can avoid the bag drop queue, which is the next uh, delay that you may find yourself in, by by bringing carry-on bags, those 10 kg carry on bags or planning your luggage accordingly. I know that's not always possible for a family, but I'm just saying if you can do it and that at least will get you to the security gate without those extra headaches. So think in advance about your journey. And I'm wondering, Paul, what airlines will allow you to drop your bags in, say, the the day before? And how does that even work? Do you have to physically go to the airport beforehand? Yeah, that's a good question. Aer Lingus allows you to do that. So they're for specific flights that are leaving early in the morning. You can drop your bags and check in at the airport the evening before, which is a less busy time. So the idea being that you can get that bit done. You need to check on Erlingus.com exactly the times they allow. They're quite strict about that and they're trying to control it as much as possible. Unfortunately, Ryanair doesn't do that service at the moment. I think Ryanair's policy is that you can check your bag in two hours uh, before your 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 flight. Yeah, you need to. One thing you need to check is uh, lots of people are getting there early and indeed some people too early. Uh, but one thing you need to check is what time does your check in desk open and what time are you allowed to drop your bag for? And that'll differ between airlines, Siobhan. So you could find yourself arriving at the airport and having to wait for a check in desk to open. So that just speaks to the broader point about check the latest travel advice. What is Dublin saying for short haul and long haul? Typically, it's been two get there two and a half hours before short haul, three and a half hours before long haul. But you need to double check with your airline as well. Yeah. Ideally, you're the, the, the guy or the girl that's just waltzing through with your boarding pass and your light baggage. But I understand not everybody can do that. So you need to you need to check those things. One other point, Siobhan, how are you getting to the airport? Are you taking public transport or are you going to drive? Are you going to need parking if so? Because we're told with Quick Park um, not opening this season, that takes about uh, 6,000 parking places out of the system. And Dublin Airport are saying to expect sellouts of long-term parking between Thursdays and Tuesdays throughout the summer. So that's basically every weekend is under threat of selling out. So you have to book your parking in advance or get a lift. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to arrange (laughs) lift swaps. So on a more serious side, that that's a huge chunk of parking completely gone. So say I have a holiday booked in late July. So what you're saying now is I should be booking uh, that parking full stop now. Yes, yes. If you're driving to the airport and that's the only way you're going to do it, book it now. The rate, the rates, it's a, it, it's priced. Prices have gone up and the prices are on a, sl- a dynamic basis, supply and demand. So they're not going to get cheaper. So if you need that long term parking spot, book it now. And if you are going to a long term uh, parking area, give yourself another 30 minutes on the travel advice because you're going to need to get the bags out. You're going to need to wait for the bus and then you're going to need to get to the terminal. Now, security, getting through security, the the big elephant in the room at the moment due to staffing shortages in airports, not just in Dublin, but, but globally. Are there any little tips and tricks we can use to try and, and just get through that as, as much as it's possible? 
Yeah, there are. You're right that it's a global problem and we sometimes do forget that, you know, you're subsumed in the moment and it can be really, really frustrating. The first tip is to travel a, a light if you can. So you're not the person with three bags trying to go through the x-ray uh, machine. The next thing is to refresh yourself on the rules. You may have forgotten about the 100 mil rule for liquids. You may have forgotten that they all need to go in the one transparent Ziploc style bag. You may have forgotten that you need to get your laptop and your phone or your iPad out the case that you're, you'll need to remove your belt and you may need to remove your shoes. And what's one of the things that's happening, and I'm not blaming passengers in any way here, but one of the things that has contributed to airport uh, security queues around the world, as we all familiarise ourselves with travel again, is that sense that we're not match fit and you kind of arrive at the belt and go, oh, I forgot, sorry. And someone is handing you a plastic bag and that has that kind of accordion effect. So travel light, refresh yourself with the rules and double. you can double check what this, the current security queuing times are when you get to the airport. But I wouldn't I wouldn't rely on that in terms of when you're planning to leave for the airport. And the, the rules on uh, the liquids be, uh, you know, being under a, a hundred mil and having to be in the little plastic bag. There was some talk of relaxing those particular rules. Ah, uh, yeah, there was. And it, this depends on the technology at the moment that's available at airports and Shannon Airport has new advanced x-ray screening product that allows you to go through without having to remove any liquids or any electronic devices which sounds like a dream you can you literally just have to worry about the belt and the shoes and the coat and emptying out your pockets but the other stuff can go through now, Shannon is a much, much, much smaller operation than Dublin, and it, it literally has a fraction of the lanes. Dublin has about 32 different security lanes. It's going to get its first of those machines later this year, as I understand it, but that's still only going to be about two or three lanes. So that's not going to happen overnight. But we'd hope that you'd get to a place where, you know, we're, we are thinking ahead about security ourselves, where they ha- where staffing is a bit more sorted. We already have the automated tray returns and hopefully in the months ahead, you get back to more of a kind of a 2019 scenario where people go through relatively functionally. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned Shannon, Paul, because Dublin Airport is not the only show in town. And yes, um, so many of us flock to it to try and get to various destinations. But should we perhaps be more mindful of the likes of Cork and Shannon? I think so. I think this is a big opportunity for those airports. And I think in the in the years ahead, if 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 we are to take learnings from this, we could spread the traffic out more regionally. Um, now, that's a big long term piece and there's lots of vested interests involved. So we'll wait and see. But for from a, a punter's perspective, if you haven't booked a holiday or if you're thinking about traveling, say, later in the year or doing something midweek throughout the summer. Yes, look at Cork, look at Shannon, look at Ireland West, Knock, look at the routes that are available from Kerry, because it may involve a couple of hours drive for you. But you wouldn't you? You might be spending that in a queue. You might be spending that trying to park. You will get cheaper parking at the regional airports. The security queue times and the check-in times and the bag truck times are far lower and the airports are smaller, meaning there's less walking to be involved. So it does feel like a bit of a no-brainer at the moment. But the flip side of that, Siobhan, is there just isn't anything like the route choice. You might have 30 or 40, you know, tops destinations out of Cork or Shannon. You will have less uh, frequency on the routes. Dublin, by contrast, has about 180 to 200 destinations. And, you know, you can see how many flights are on their departures board. So sometimes, you know, your destination simply mightn't be available. But it's a fantastic point. I'm glad you made it. Take a look at those airports.
What about fast track? Because we hear it's on, it's working, and then at other times it's not. What is the deal with that? <laughs> yeah, fast track is frustrating. So it is and it isn't is the simple answer, <laughs> which is confusing. What I mean by it isn't, first of all, is that you cannot buy it on Dublin Airport's website, which is where most people bought it before. They've temporarily stopped selling it. And, and my latest information is that they hope to get it back up and running sometime in June or July. But you can buy fast track through Ryanair. So if you're booking your flight on the app or the website with Ryanair, you can add on fast track. Last time I booked a Ryanair flight, I think it was available at $7.99. It can depend on the time and the route and all. I think the most is $12.99. So the, the, the lanes are still open. They are still functional and they're they're honouring previous bookings if you booked it months ago. And they're also available to business class travellers Um as as they're kind of, that comes attached to your ticket as one of the perks you get. So yes, it is available, just not through the Dublin Airport website. And is it actually faster? Because I can't help but wonder if everyone's suddenly deciding to go the fast track route, does that not just mean there's additional bodies trying to get through creating even more delays. Yeah, it does. And they looked at this, they opened a couple of extra channels for fast track and they found exactly that happening. So that's why they 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 turned off the direct sales tap at Dublin Airport. Um the the answer is it varies but it would be generally speaking you will get through faster. Uh, I've seen they've the last uh, I was at the airport they've extended the entry to fast track in T1 right out to the the check-in desk. So the queue is much longer than it would typically be, but it can it's all relative. It can still be shorter than the the kind of the the, the mass queuing system. So uh, unfortunately, it depends a little on the day as well, how many have booked it and what the backlog is and so on. But generally speaking, it will buy you time. And Paul, there is a, a recurring theme in all of this. Try and, and travel light if you can. Uh, and that means bringing the carry on. Now, parents might uh, scratch their heads and say, well, how the hell do we get uh, everything we need for the kiddies into a little carry on on the plane? But the fact is an awful lot of us overpack for holidays, don't we? Yeah, we, we've spoken about this before and, and I have had this exact dilemma in the past week or two where we have booked a flight. We, we've got two kids and I was trying to say to everyone, let's just pack light and do some laundry. Uh, we're, we've booked an apartment to go. And I was met with these stony faces going, this is a holiday. I'm not doing laundry. And what about if we shop? What can we bring home? And so what what I ended up doing when we booked was booking um, a mix of carry-on and one check-in bag. Now we're flying to northern Spain on a two-hour flight, Siobhan, and that check-in bag is costing us 40 quid each way for a 20 kg checked-in bag. So that's 80 quid for the luxury of not doing the laundry and having a bit of room to bring home some shopping. So yeah, you will you may save time if you travel light, you may also save money. But look at I completely understand that the, the issues being hashed out over the kitchen table is not always realistic to, to have everybody travel light. Not a, not and you can't ask a five-year-old to wheel a 10 kg case to the airport. I get that. Paul, if the the scenes we've seen in recent months uh, keep repeating over the summer in relation to 
long delays and people missing flights. Is there any logic in somebody actually preparing themselves for kind of the long wait at the airport and and maybe look at even bringing a little blanket or a pillow? Because that's one of the things people were saying. The the facilities simply weren't there to, to let people kind of bed down for the night when they had to wait. Basically, what's going to unfold over the summer is you're going to find this um, rolling travel advisory. So it will be on, when things are functional, the two and a half hours for short haul flights. But if there are, if these issues do continue, you might see that advice revised for a busy weekend, a bank holiday weekend. I'm hoping that they'll be able to tackle it with stuff like triaging queues or separating out the queues a little bit better so that we know who's checking in. Um, who can head straight to security and so on. They seem like no-brainer solutions before we ask passengers to start thinking about bringing bedding. I really hope we don't get there. And if you do miss your flight as a result of these delays, Paul, what what can you do about it? So that's a good question. Um, uh, Dublin Airport has said after the recent delays, we saw that they would compensate passengers who missed flights on that that particular weekend. And customer experience at DublinAirport.com is the email they gave. I haven't seen an airport do that before. I don't I don't know if you have. And I, I wonder, will it set a, a precedent over the summer for people who miss flights? Uh, we'll have to see how that that um, that works itself out. But the general rules of thumb, and, and you'll know this better than me, Siobhan, are to have your travel insurance in place. Check that there's cover for, for travel disruption and missed departures for any reason. You know, it mightn't just be because of a big long queue at the airport. There's any number of reasons you can miss a flight. Um, if you book through a travel agent or a tour operator, there's an added level of protection on your package. And also there can be a human being at the end of a telephone in a stressful situation, which can help. Airlines themselves, if you miss a flight um, due to reasons that are outside of the airline's control, they generally don't have to refund you. But they can in situations like we saw recently, they can, you know, waive their change fees or allow you to, to rebook. But unfortunately, you can't really rely on that and you might end up having to pay for fare differences. So um, that's the run of it. I think the main takeaway is to get your travel insurance in place. My thanks there to travel editor Paul O'Connell. And there's loads of great information on your travel rights on the Commission for Aviation Regulations, Flight Rights. .ie and the European Consumer Centre Ireland, eccireland.ie. I'm Siobhan Maguire and today's episode was presented and produced by myself, recorded by Gavin Hennessy with sound design by John Smith. Archive clips from RTE News, Sky News, Euronews, France 24, News Talk Breakfast and the song Airport by The Motors. We hope you're enjoying the Indo Daily and do let us know by emailing podcasts at independent.ie or do like, follow and leave us a review.